The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. How dare you, little jabroni, come on to the rock show. Come on to the people's show. Come on to the premiere show, SmackDown, and run your mouth about how you're the WWE champion and run your mouth about how you're the game. Well, The Rock says, if you are the game, then quite frankly, you need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! The Rock says, The Rock says, The Rock says, The Rock says. Hello, and welcome to SmackDown Matters. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co host, Miss J to the Max. How are you, Miss Jade? Fantastic. Looking forward to getting back in the bed. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit different when you live on that West Coast. Times are uh, a lot different than here on the East Coast. Uh, and I can actually go back to bed because the Bears don't play today. Yeah. We're going to get embarrassed tomorrow on Monday night. Yeah, the Chicago Bears are off uh, for today. Uh, so, you know, stress-free Sunday. It's nothing like it. Washington mm-hmm. doesn't play until Tuesday because... Like half of the country, the teams come down with COVID, so uh, they push things back to Tuesday. So, a couple more days of stress freeness for me, and then uh, Tuesday I'll be walking around with all this anxiety. Who do y'all play on Tuesday? Philadelphia. Okay. Yeah, we stunk it up against the Cowboys so bad last week. Oh my gosh. I don't even know who we play tomorrow. I I just find out the day of. <laughs> I get my hopes up for the Bears anymore. I think it's Minnesota. I think it's Minnesota. You might be right. But. You might be right. We got to catch up on last week's SmackDown. Roman and the Usos weren't there. Uh, Sammy. Because it's Christmas time. They needed a break. Sammy Zayn uh, was trying to, you know, show people that he said he was the toughest man ever because it took Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns to beat him last week during his title match. Um, he's trying to get a rematch, you know, where he's not attacked by Brock first. Brock comes out to try to reason with him. And uh, Paul Heyman, though, gets in there first. And uh, Sammy starts threatening him. He says there's nobody here to save Paul. That's when Brock does come out. Brock tries to reason with Sammy. Uh, they look like they're about to go have a Canadian friendship. And then Paul kind of reminds Brock that he is the beast and Brock snaps back into beast mode and annihilates the orderlies and Sami Zayn. Paul out here uh playing games in Roman face <laughs> and then turning around and advocating for Brock again. Uh, Messy. Tony Storm finally got her hands on Charlotte Flair in a match, uh, but Charlotte got herself disqualified because Tony Storm was on the verge of winning. Um Naomi finally got her match against Sonya Deville, so we thought Sonya Deville had some tricks up her sleeve, of course. She had Natty and Shayna on her team, and just when it looked like the numbers game was going to do our girl Naomi in, the protector, Zia Lee, arrived and helped even things out, and uh, so they dispatched of the evil threesome that was trying to take down Naomi. Um, Xavier Woods is having too much fun being King Woods and they're going to have an encounter with the Usos uh, at day one 
this Drew, uh, this Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, Matt Cat Moss story is not cool because it's kind of stupid. They're fighting about this damn sword, and uh, <laughs> Jeff Hardy got released since the last time. Yes, Jeff. I wish him all the best. I hope he. Yeah, hopefully he gets a, whatever help he needs. Good sound mind and body. Uh, since the last time we saw him out here on these internets, not looking so good. Um, so yeah, that's basically it. Sasha Banks is now playing the role of like big sis advocate, taking people underneath their her wing to try to, you know, move them up the card. So this is a new because she's her. a real a real one. Because she knows she's about to be collecting them movie checks, so right. She's know. like, "Let me help y'all get to my level." Right. I got. I'm not. I got insurance, so if I get hurt, it don't matter. Right. I'm gonna still get paid. Let me help y'all. Sasha is like what a few uh, uh, movies or TV shows away from getting her SAG card. So probably. Yeah. Probably. She's gonna be like, bye, Vince. When her contract <laughs> comes up, what we not gonna hear is her renewing her contract with Vince McMahon. Uh, so we open this week SmackDown with a long recap of Paul not liking the friendlier Brock and snapping him back into beast mode. So we start off with Tony Storm and Sasha Banks in the tag team match against Shotzi and Charlotte Flair. The downward spiral is broken up and Charlotte sends Tony face first into the buckle in the corner. Charlotte loads up the moonsault, but she gets the knees of Tony Storm, allowing Tony to cradle her for a pin. So Tony Storm and Sasha Banks are victorious. Yes, Tony Cakes. Yes, Tony Storm, very emotional uh, with the pin of Charlotte Flair. Uh, Sasha being very happy for her. So this uh, definitely leads into a title match. Don't get too happy, Tony, because <laughs> Sasha backstab you in a heart in, in a second. Uh, yeah, that's what Miss uh, Simi was uh, warning Tony Storm about as well. See, we be knowing. The ladies of the WrestleCast, we know. <laughs> uh, King Woods is on his throne with a wide variety variety of wrestlers singing his praises. Uh, basically, he's like, it's time for y'all to, um, what do you say, uh, respect the royal phalanges. So basically, like, kiss the ring or whatever. So Boogs, like, kiss them all. <laughs> And he's like, Mr. O'Shea, talking about Ricochet, but then the Usos come in to mock New Day. Mr. O'Shea. <laughs> they promise New Day promises to take the tag team titles and different threats are exchanged between the two teams. Usos. Roman left them out the house. <laughs> Roman allowed them to come out of catering. <laughs> Natalia says she isn't worried about Naomi or Zaylee. She says Zaylee is a protector, but if she keeps snooping around in their business, she's going to need some protection. Who said that, Natalia? Natalia. Mm-hmm. Natalia need to go find some business first of all. I can't tell—is she a heel or a babyface? I never know with her. Currently, she is a heel. Check with us in a month, mm-hmm. though. Things may change. You mean check with us next Friday? <laughs> uh. Viking Raiders taking on Jinder Mahal and Shanky. Everything breaks down and Ivar is driven into Shanky in the corner. Jinder Mahal is taken down and Ivar hit the top rope splash for the pinfall on Shanky as the Viking Raiders are victorious. Whoop whoop. Good for them. Uh, We look back at Drew McIntyre driving his sword into Adam Pearce's desk last week. 
which was then stolen by Happy Corbin and Mad Cat Moss. They gotta stop with this. <laughs> uh, Paul Heyman is waiting in the parking lot when a big SUV arrives. It's Brock Lesnar, though. Heyman is mm. rather nervous. Uh, it's obvious Heyman was expecting I bet he is. Roman Reigns. Mm. Ooh, ooh, Paul's getting, getting juicy. <laughs> uh, it's time for Happy Talk with Happy Corbin. Uh, he's rather pleased about the desk with the sword still in it. Moss hangs his hat on the sword and has some jokes about how McIntyre doesn't have the sword anymore. The fans chant for CM Punk, but Corbin has a better idea. Moss can pull the if he can pull the sword out of the desk, he can keep it. There, okay, King Arthur. There are a couple problems though. Moss can't pull the sword out. Corbin can't pull the sword out, and the two of them together can't pull the sword out. So let me guess, Drew is the only one <laughs> that can pull the sword out of the stone. So here comes Drew to cut the happy talk uh, segment short and ask if the two of them are having some performance issues. The fight is on with McIntyre clearing the ring, and you guessed it, pull the sword out of the desk with no problem. Who wrote this? Vince McMahon. Duh. He's like, this is going to be great. It's going to get the people going. No, it's not. It's good, pal. Vince needs to retire. Like, <laughs> Gosh, he just knows how to ruin everything. Vince ain't going nowhere. You see, he back on Monday Night Raw with Austin Theory. Oh, God. Like, what is Stephanie? Taking care of Triple H, I hope. Oh, gosh. This is why I be leaving WWE every few months. Because a stupid storyline is like pulling the sword out of the desk. He's trying to teach kids uh, mythology. To be a Viking so bad. <laughs> uh, Sami Zayn comes in to see Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville. He loves the idea of giving around the holiday season, but goes into a rant about everything he has had taken away from him. The bosses have an idea, though. Sammy can be in a 12-man gauntlet match next week, and the winner gets an intercontinental title shot. Uh, Sammy is... How did Sammy go from getting his, his WWE Universal Championship shot to being in a gauntlet <laughs> for the intercontinental championship? They don't be doing Sammy right. Didn't somebody push him down the stairs? No, that was uh, Brian Kendrick who got thrown down the stairs by uh, Harland in NXT this week. Oh, I don't know why I thought that was Sami Zayn. No, that was Brian Kendrick, unfortunately, for Brian Kendrick. Okay. Whew, because I was about to say, who I got to fight? <laughs> uh, Cesaro versus Ridge Holland is our next matchup. Cesaro fights uh, back. Uh, from getting pummeled by Ridge Holland and hits a belly-to-back suplex, setting up a clothesline to the floor. Cesaro throws Ridge Holland's back in, but Sheamus offers a distraction, allowing Ridge Holland to hit the northern grip with the pin. I'm not drinking because I had too much these last two days. Oh, well, I've got some IPA right here. I'll take the I'll take the sip. Yes, hold it down for me, NDD. There we go. Official uh, distraction finish sip. Uh, Drew McIntyre, he's in the back hunting for Mad Cat Moss and Happy Corbin. So here comes Naomi for a promo. Naomi reads off her Christmas list. It only has one thing on it to face Sonya's ass one-on-one at day one. 
Actually, yes. Naomi wants to face Sonya Deville right now. So Sonya Deville comes out to say that she isn't fighting and she can't be touched while she's wearing this suit. Instead, she has a, an opponent for Naomi right now, though, and it's Shayna Baszler. That's cool with Naomi, but she wants Sonya in the ring right now instead. Sonya gets in, but here's Shayna Baszler from behind to take out Naomi's leg and ring the bell. Sonya Deville, I mean, excuse me, Naomi versus Shayna Baszler. Sonya, excuse me, Shayna goes for the leg lock, but gets cradled for the pin in less than 30 seconds, and Naomi is our winner. Yeah. Yeah, she kind of walks by Sonya Deville, like glaring at her and stuff, like, mm hmm. So, no official word on this one on one match, but hopefully we're getting closer. I love it. Uh, Happy Corbin and Mad Cat Moss are hiding in the back, but they get interviewed. They don't like the lights being turned on, but they say they'll be laughing all the way to New Year's Day when McIntyre faces Moss. That doesn't seem to be cool with Moss, though he smiles anyway. Baron Corbin serving up his friend on a platter. Cuz. I mean, did you expect anything different? This is Baron Corbin, you're right. And why are you giving us this match a week before we need to be watching the real match? Usos versus New Day, non-title. Jay sends Xavier Woods to the barricade, leaving Kofi to get super kicked for a two-count. Back in, Woods breaks up Jay's super fast splash, allowing Kofi to hit Trouble in Paradise for the pin. Whoop, whoop. It's Usos versus New Day. They could have a banger without even trying. They can run that rivalry into the ground, and I would never get tired of it. I love That's my favorite tag team rivalry. Well, I don't want to say in history because then we still got the Hardys and the Dudleys and Edge and Christian, but the Usos and New Day are right at number two. Roman Reigns has arrived and he's going to head into his arena. Have you acknowledged your tribal? Uh, I have not acknowledged my tribal chief today, so I guess today would be as good a time as any, right? Right. So what are you waiting on? Shout out to Miss Cammy D. She hates, hates this whole tribal chief storyline. <laughs> uh, so here is Roman with Paul Heyman still holding the title belt, and the Usos are here too. After the required acknowledgement, Roman says he doesn't like when his cousins lose. He says, but they can get through anything though because they're blood. Heyman isn't blood though, and he should know that Reigns can't have people disrespecting him. If they disrespect mm. him, they disrespect Roman's family. Can he trust a wise man? He says Heyman seemed a little shady last week, so Reigns needs to know, did Heyman know Lesnar was going to be at SummerSlam? Or did he know he was going to be at Madison Square Garden? Or did Why Roman keep bringing up old stuff? Did, he said he asked these questions before, but he just wasn't clear. Right, but he, but he needs to just leave it alone. Why he bringing up the past? <laughs> See? This is why people can't get nowhere in relationships and move forward, because they always bringing up the past. He asked Paul if he knew that Brock's suspension was going to be lifted. Roman gets to the point. He asked, is Paul a special counsel or is he an advocate? Paul can't answer, but Reigns wants Heyman to acknowledge him with the truth. Why is he protecting Brock Lesnar? 
Hannah mm. says he isn't protecting Brock Lesnar from Roman Reigns, but rather protecting Reigns from Brock Lesnar. <gasps> How dare he? Roman don't need protection? That doesn't sit well with Roman, but he hugs Heyman and says he loves him. Roman thanks him for 40 years of service to his family. Heyman says, I love you, my tribal chief. And then he fires him. Mm -hmm. The Superman punch then lays Paul Heyman out. And the concerto is up next. But that's when Brock Lesnar comes out. He takes out the Usos. And then Lesnar charges in the ring, despite Roman hitting him with the chair over and over. Brock is able to lay out Roman with a pair of F5s to end the show. I hate that Paul Heyman turned into Fredo. <laughs> Took really him out to go fishing because he likes to go mm-hmm. fishing. Listen, I didn't watch The Godfather all the way through until maybe five or six years ago. And yeah, gave a whole new meaning to going fishing. Just yeah, Godfather yeah. Part Two might be the best movie ever made. I got through ten minutes of Part Three, and I said, "Oh Cut no, this shit. Part Three is awful." Yes, that's maybe the worst movie ever made. <laughs> I got through about ten minutes, ten fifteen minutes, and I said, "Yeah, it's a no." That's one of those things Sorry. where they just—it was like you know—they're offering a lot of money to do this. It's been so successful. We probably shouldn't touch it, but they should have left. It, it is a lot of money, so let's just do it. It's like if they try to do a remake of Casino, like or or a sequel to Casino, just stop. Right. No. Yeah, right. But I hate that that had to happen to Paul Heyman. So I guess he's back with Brock officially. Then. Well, we don't know. He may just be a man in limbo right now. But um, it wouldn't surprise me to see Paul show up during this matchup at day one for the title. Paul just don't want to go on that WWE holiday tour. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> he said, write me out of the, the storyline for a little bit. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure the good folks in Chicago missed you because uh, that's where SmackDown took place this week. From the oh, All-State Arena, a.k.a. About, the Rosemont Horizon. I was just thinking the other day how I made my mom go to which which y'all go see SmackDown? Wait, it was Christmas Eve. We went to Raw, right? And then oh, that's when Raw. The next day Smackdown I went back. Was on Tuesday. It was mm-hmm, Monday, Tuesday, back to back. Yeah, it was so cold. It was like zero degrees outside. That's what literally. made you decide to move to California and never come back. That was my last year in Chicago, <laughs> and let me tell you, I do not miss those zero degree <laughs> winters. Like, how is it this cold? So, yes. Oh, Chicago. Yes, that particular arena, the All-State Arena, Steve Austin says it's the best wrestling building in the country. Really? Yeah. He Did says, he say why? He says the way the roof is. He says the the way that the roof is in the Rosemont Horizon, you can um, just hear everything. Mm-hmm. The crowd is, like, on top of you. He said you can hear all the reactions to the moves and stuff like that, the acoustics in the building. By its original name, because I still call it the Rosemont Horizon too. <laughs> uh, this is a very cool episode of SmackDown. Definitely um, advancing us towards day one, the pay per view coming up. Moving the storyline forward. Yeah, on January first, that's going to be a very busy day. College football all day. Um, 
maybe some NFL. Games. I wouldn't know anything about that because YouTube, TV, and Disney couldn't come to an agreement. So I don't oh, get to out. watch bowl games. Yeah, you're out because Disney because ESPN owns is a part of Disney. Is it in, in the ABC? Yeah, ABC. FX. I don't even watch the National Geographic Channel, but I might want to, but I can't. Well, I'm pretty sure this is like how the satellite companies and the TV stations always have those, you know, disagreements, and then you be without your station for like a day or two, and then they figure out a way to make it work. Listen, I'm giving them two weeks before I cancel <laughs> my YouTube TV. They're like, we'll give you a $15 month on your bill. I don't know if you saw the uproar on Twitter, but we were all pissed off. But like one of the main reasons that most people have YouTube TV is because you can access so much sports content that you can't access with like just direct or with regular cable or Hulu. So, yeah, it's like I can't watch. It's the first day of bowl games. And I thought I was losing it because I'm like, where's ABC? (laughs) And then I remembered I had got an email the day before. Oh, yes. And I'm like, let me go read this email. It's like 25 <laughs> channels. Let me go read this email. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, so y'all out here being little bitches because y'all can't <laughs> come to an agreement. Uh, like, man, I mean, at the end of the day, Disney is a bigger, well, it's Disney and Google, basically. Right. Getting mad at each other. Right. But I'm like, see, these, these big old companies, ugh, just anyway, that's my other rant for today. They don't even care about the consumers. Oh, they care they about don't. Themselves. It's capitalism. It's all about the rights. Shows. I was in the middle of watching Big Sky. <laughs> Do you watch the new Wonder Years? I had that set to record. I was recording, like, a lot of the shows I watch come on ABC. So I was recording Wonder Years, Queens, Big Sky, The Good Doctor. Oh, yeah. They and now I can't whole... watch none of them. Yeah, Deleted messed... all the recordings. Cause... Yeah, they done messed your whole... Your whole season. Just, the whole, I was hesitant about the Wonder Years, and I said, oh, it's about black people this time. Because I did like the original, but mm-hmm. yeah. They just messed up. I was all, look, I had all these shows recording and queued up because I was going to watch them during the break. I don't know anybody in our age group who doesn't think the Wonder Years, the original, was good. It was good. Yeah, it was very good. Even though it was like, even at the time it came on, it was already like 30 years set back in the past. Right. It still was good. It's a, it's a, it's a classic show. Yeah, it actually gave more insight into like my mother's like childhood and her in like that time frame for then because she was like a kid about the same time and that mm-hmm. about the same age as Kevin Arnold is in 1963 when this is going on. I always like the theme song. Old. Yeah, yeah. The theme song is classic. Um, your boy Bobby Lashley done found his way into this main event match. Of course he did. He got his mouthpiece back. MVP yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. He was wearing a Suge Knight special. Suited and booted. That red suit looked straight out the Suge Knight collection. He said, come on, come on over to, to the, what was that little group called? <laughs> Death Row. No, the Bobby Lashley and Oh, oh the Hurt Business. Yeah. <laughs> come on over to the Hurt Business. Look, if you don't want folks diddy bopping all in your videos. <laughs> um, Becky Lynch, uh, she tried to take out her girl, Liv Morgan. She gave mm. her the, the Shayna uh, Baszler Future Endeavor stomp. She trapped her arm in the steps and stomping down on it. I want to see Liv with a championship. I want this for her. Um, That's pretty about... We all are on the live on the live train. Oh yeah, of course, of course. 
Um, you know, I, I've been big on two people this year in the women's division up and coming. One no longer works for the company. The other one is Liv Morgan. Who's the other person? I forget. Rice. Oh, that's right. Your girl. Yeah, she's doing excellent. Well, she's a champ. She's tag team champion now in uh, Impact. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She's doing excellent over in Impact. So Impact's been making some noise, man. I mean, they always have, but like they're. I wish I could watch it. I don't have that channel, but. Yeah, they're. Um, this is a this is a good opportunity for Impact, AEW. NWA. NWA. Anybody else that can kind of rise up right now because people are very disenchanted with WWE. And we just want something. We I think it's good, too, to have options. Right. We used to just go to NXT and be like, okay, we can cleanse our palate on NXT and kind of like, you know what I'm saying, and then that would let us tolerate the main roster. But now NXT has gotten this revamp and a lot of people aren't feeling that. As much I haven't as watched do. NXT since... It got revamped. Like, I watched War Games, but other than that, since they brought in the 2.0, the last NXT 2.0 episode I watched was the ma- the one where Electra Lopez and B-Fab had their first match. Oh, and okay. I haven't watched since then. I don't like the new NXT. Yeah, I think a lot of people are still trying to warm up to it. I mean, it was at such a high level what we got used to with the black and gold and now for it to come back down to this developmental level I think it's taken a lot of people just a long time to get used to it and some people aren't coming back as quick as they'd hope yeah um, AEW had a fantastic matchup Hangman Page and Daniel Bryan I need to go back Brian and watch Danielson that had a, a 60 minute match to start off Dynamite this week that was very good uh, Karashida and Serena Deeb. They also had a very good match. Uh, MJF, Dante Martin was your main event. MJF re- regaining the uh, Dynamite Diamond Ring for the third time. Uh, setting up a six-man tag match between FTR and MJF versus Darby Allen, Sting, and CM Punk. Speaking of Darby Allen, did you see Cora J body him? Yes. On Twitter the she, other day? Uh, yes, she hit him with that fatality. And then somebody else got Anthony Agogo. He got bodied by a. Oh, what did he say out of the way? He said something about one a female wrestler. Oh, see Agogo, you just coming back. You can't be up there burning she... bridges. How do you spell his name? She he said something about a female wrestler, and she came back and was oh, Jordan Grace. Oh. He was like he didn't even know who she was, and she was like, but you do know who I am because you got upset when you found out I was married. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. See, you gotta, you gotta be careful. I'm like, Anthony, go, go. you should have just sat there and ate your food. Yeah, see, people gotta be careful out here talking spicy on Twitter, not thinking that the people they talking about ain't watching or won't get wind of, because you know, Twitter detectives all around this piece. Listen, we be on it, and you know we gonna stand for our our female wrestlers, the unproblematic ones. Yeah. So basically, uh, for those who don't know, Darby Allen basically uh, has something to say about Cora Jade's. You know, she's the quote unquote skater girl, and he's basically like, you know, skateboarding is a integral part of my life. It's not just something that I do to portray a character on TV. 
And uh, Corey Jade was like, yeah, and being a good person is something that's very integral in my life. It's like, and I don't think uh, having abuse allegations against me is really cool either. <laughs> right. It's like, bam, bodied. Yeah. Yeah. See, the, the men folk need to just shut up and eat their food. Yeah. Just sit back there and catering. And when they call your name to come out and do your thing, do your thing and don't tweet dumb stuff. Mm-hmm. Cause um Yeah. Because the women they come for you. That's the type of stuff that'll make you delete your Twitter for a day. Yes. Cause I ain't seen no more tweets from Anthony Gogo. <laughs> At least not about Ring of Honor. Like dude and then he was like making comments like, bro, I didn't even see you on AEW in a while. So what are you talking about? Right. You they just advertised you coming back, like don't do anything to discourage people wanting to see you because and he had one match with Cody. Yeah, people think a lot of We all know how we feel about him. Yeah, people think highly of Anthony Agogo. He shouldn't he's gonna tarnish it by being reckless on Twitter. Right. See, they should have never gave his next Twitter. <laughs> yeah, man. People just can't uh people just don't know how to behave themselves sometimes. Yeah. Uh, we'll give a shout out to Quanta Central R since we're talking about Jordan Grace. That's that's one of his creep cast faves. Oh. I don't have any new creep cast faves lately. Oh yeah? But there really no. hasn't been any new I have to take kinda I had to take a gander. Oh, Carmelo Hayes. Oh yeah. I, well I thought we already established that. We did already establish that, but I'm just saying other than that. Zion Quinn, he's in that same. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. But he's married. Yeah, well, off limits. Right. Not not cute anymore. Miss Jupiter Julep likes Trick Williams, the dude who's running around with Carmelo. Williams. Yeah. Is it treat or trick? It's trick. I I like treat. It could be treat, but I mean, that just meant. Trick or treat Williams. Just giving people new names. That's what we do. Listen, it's catchy. <laughs> He's going to be wrestling Dexter Loomis coming up on this uh, week's NXT. So Is Dexter way. still married to Indy? He is. Okay, I didn't know if things changed with the NXT 2.0. No, no. They just don't have their dad anymore. I know. Yeah. Is Johnny Gargano, is his contract up? Oh, he's officially out. He's out the door. They could not agree to a new contract. He is a free agent. Oh, so War Games was his last, or the day after War Games uh-huh. was his last. Uh, yep, the NXT after War Games, yep. Dang, Indy, I'm glad Indy has Dexter because her dad's gone, her mom's gone, her brother is on the main on roster. The main roster. <laughs> yeah, they just... So if Johnny's gone, is Candace? I know Candace is on maternity leave, but is her contract? I'm not sure about her contract status. I'm not sure if they have similar contracts or not. Because, you know, Candace was in NXT before him. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I don't I don't know if um, their contracts are linked up with the same amount of time. Uh, Kevin Owens ended all the speculation. He is staying in WWE. Yes, I saw that. Look, Kevin said I got kids. <laughs> they had this clip Roman uh, circling around where he's wrestling Roman. It, mm-hmm. it had to be like last year or something because he's still wearing like the black KO shirt. Mm-hmm. But he's got Roman in like a rest hole, and he's yelling at the fans like, "I made more." He's like, "I made more money off of um, 
the uh, what do you call it? The checks they get off of from selling the merchandise. From mm-hmm. uh, he's like, I just made thirty six k this week. <laughs> he's uh, like, that's more than you gonna make all year. <laughs> Every time Ko comes out and he has that red shirt on, I keep thinking it's his Survivor Series shirt. <laughs> right, right. And uh, he's got Roman in this rest hole, and Roman has to cover his face because he's laughing. Kevin Owens berating these fans. It's always funny when they're trying not to laugh. Right. It's like it's supposed to be a serious moment, like when Jimmy came out to save Jay <laughs> at, uh, in the cave, the Hell in the Cell. Right. <laughs> and Roman was doing all that acting. Say, get this man an Oscar. <laughs> and Jimmy was trying not to laugh. Or like the first match that Jay and Roman had. And Roman had it, he was like holding Jay's face. And Jay, instead of like, I guess he's trying to hold the last in, but he just made it look like he was just trying to catch his breath. And I'm like, that nigga is trying not to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, some good content. Oh, the Thunderdome days. Ah, uh, yes. The Thunderdome days were some good. They had, we had some. We had some good storylines in the Thunderdome. Yeah, we did. We did. And surprisingly, the crowds haven't been trying to hijack as much as I thought they would coming back. They've been pretty respectful for the most part, as far as not trying to take over people's promos and stuff like that. Which I thought yeah, was a big true. plus to the Thunderdome. Whereas you know some of the weaker people on the mic could actually get their promos out without people interrupting them and throwing them off and having to defuse the what chants and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad they stopped with those stupid what chants. They come back every now and again, but for the most part, they've been, uh, they've been keeping them, uh, pretty squelched. So that's good. Good. Cause ain't nobody got time for all of that. <laughs> well, at this time, Ms. Jade to the max, I'll turn it over to you for your shout outs and thank yous. Shout out to my friend Nikki and Lawrence who hung out with me yesterday at the gala. I am not shouting out the person that invited me. And shout out to me because like I said, I looked amazing. (laughs) And if you want to know about said gala, then you're going to have to become a subscriber to listen to our dark match over on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Media. And shout out to all of our WrestleCast crew. It's been a great year. Um, And I hope you all have wonderful holidays. Yes. Happy holidays to everybody listening to the WrestleCast. Everybody who's tweeted and been in the spaces this past year. We definitely appreciate everybody supporting the shows. Um, Always fun time with the live tweets. Hashtag. Friday nights definitely know where the best commentary with color is going to be and that's inside the Smackdown Matters hashtag thank you to Mr. Samuel Kalunga who joined me on the Rawcast this week as we reviewed Monday Night Raw it's good to talk it, talk to Sam, chop it up with him shout out to Miss Simi who helped me on the NXT cast in a dark match as we talked about uh, Braun Breaker facing Roderick Strong on NXT and we talked about the world championship matchup between Brian Danielson and Hangman Page on AEW that can be found over on the Patreon page as well 
Uh, thank you to all the WrestleBays and all the gorgeous ladies of the WrestleCast for supporting us throughout this year. Definitely appreciate your support. Uh, continue to support the CSPN by going to the website, CSPN.us, clicking on the tab that says keep our podcast free at the top of the page. Uh, it's too late to get those Christmas gifts on time from Amazon, but y'all can still keep shopping. <laughs> so click on Amazon. Everybody's gift is still at the store. <laughs> yeah, so click on Amazon uh, where it says uh, keep our podcast free. Do your shopping like you normally would. Some of your purchase will come back to the network to help keep the podcast free of charge each and every week. Also give a shout out to the CSPN OGs, the guys over at the Comic Book Chronicles for all the work that they put in this year as well. And we are looking forward to all the many events that are going to be taking place around New Year's. We've got Day One in WWE. We've got New Year's Evil in NXT. We've got three days of um, New Japan Tokyo Dome shows coming up as well. So there's going to be a lot of content in the next couple of weeks uh, heading into 2022. And we'll be here to cover it on the WrestleCast at CSPN. So for my co-host, Miss J to the Max, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been SmackDown Matters. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Bye. So I'm going to ask you a few questions that I thought I already asked, and I figured I knew the answers to already, but... Can I trust you, wise man? I took a week off and it's like I didn't see nothing, but I know everything that happens around here. And last week you seemed a little shady to me. So let's get this straight. I want to know this. Did you know Brock was going to return at SummerSlam? Did you know Brock was gonna be at Madison Square Garden? Did you know Brock's suspension was gonna be lifted? screwed up this is the most important question are you a special counsel or are you an advocate protecting you from Brock Lesnar.
thank you for your honesty. Thank you, my And I thank you for 40 years of service to my family. I love you, my And you're fired. <laughs> <laughs>